Hey everyone, I'm Leah Jacobson, and if you use essential oils, you've come to the right place. As a certified clinical aromatherapist with over a decade of experience, I'll be guiding you with practical information without learning complicated chemistry. This will ensure that you and your family stay safe while enjoying the benefits of essential oils. Enjoy season four of the podcast as we read through my latest book, Using Essential Oils Safely. Now let's get started. I love questions and comments. The big reason for that is because I had a lot of questions and some comments when I first started learning about essential oils. So I know it's a really good way to learn more information about essential oils that can be super helpful as you use them for yourself and with your family. So as we continue going through the different questions and the comments that were submitted on the topics of the last few episodes that we had here on season four, I'm going to continue sharing those with you on the topic, what makes essential oils go bad? We talked about oxygen, heat, ultraviolet light, and a few things that we do that can accelerate the deterioration of essential oils when we are using them. Suzanne says, I found the information about the bottle colors interesting, as well as the CO2 extracted oils being more volatile. The more you know. Tanya says, I didn't know about cobalt blue. Luckily, I have all amber bottles. Amelia says, I didn't know a lot of these. I did figure air would affect them, though. Tashana says, it was interesting to see the chart explaining why amber bottles are much better. I also didn't know that CO2 extracts are more prone to damage than steam distilled essential oils. Alyssa and Terry both said that they learned that CO2 extractions are more prone to damage than steam distilled. Dominga says, I was never told to avoid blue bottles. I currently have some blends in blue bottles. Good to learn this before I bought more. Espada says, I thought blue bottles were the best against UV light. Now I know better. Darlene says, I have a few bottles of oils in the bathroom and will take them out now. Thank you for sharing this valuable information. Diane says, several of my essential oil bottle lids have split over time. This obviously allows for oxygen to get in and the oil to lose its efficacy. Any suggestions on why the bottle lid split open? I know now, thanks to you, to put them in the refrigerator. Should I also trade out the plastic lids for something more durable, or do they split when they have sat around and are too old? So this is not something that is very common, to be honest. I have not experienced lids that have split open. Even with the resinous essential oil buildup that can happen with myrrh and frankincense essential oils. But if this happens to you, I would definitely replace the lids. I would also be sure that the essential oils are being stored upright and not being tipped over to help lessen the chances of this happening. Lynette says, I've been studying aromatherapy for three years, and this is the first time that I've read anything about the difference in colored bottles. I've always read to put them in amber bottles to help block out the light, but no explanation about the difference in colors. Thank you for this information. You are very welcome, Lynette. This is what happens when you're curious. You kind of have to dig into the why behind why are amber bottles being recommended. And the reason why I wanted to know that is because personally, I love the look of the blue essential oil bottle, so I was disappointed to know that they aren't as protective. Catherine says, great information. We'll make some changes in where I store my essential oils and we'll stick to the brown bottles in the future. Brittany says, very interesting about cobalt blue bottles. I didn't realize they allow the UV in. I have a few rollers in blue because they were prettier than the brown, but I need to be more careful with them being left in the light until I can replace them with brown. Summer says, it's important to understand these points. Yes, Summer, I agree. Hamey had a really great comment that was left that I would like to read to you. 
She says, this poses a question about shipping and transportation. These are transported to companies and distributors in dry vans, which are not cooled or insulated. I know this for a fact because I work in the logistics side of the trucking industry. To add to that, most of us order our essential oils online to be shipped to our homes. I, for example, live in Florida. The post office always leaves my packages in the mailbox. I try my best to always keep an eye out and the delivery confirmation so my oils are not sitting in the heat for a long time. But still, before they get to me, I can assure you they have been left everywhere at all sorts of temperatures. So how good is the quality by the time we get the essential oils? Well, Amy, this is exactly why this information is so important and why you can't always start the shelf life when you get your essential oils. There are so many factors from point A to B to C to D to whenever they reach you, and they all definitely affect the shelf life. This is why it is important to refrigerate your essential oils and to use them within the shelf life window, within the estimated shelf life window, just to be sure you are using them before they oxidize. Gay's question is, what is the ideal refrigerated temperature for the oils? She has a wine refrigerator, but she doesn't know the temperature. My recommendation is anything below room temp is good. Most refrigerators are around 40 degrees. The temp in a wine fridge may be around 50 degrees, both of which are significantly lower than your average room temp. Sherry says, I keep my essential oils in an overnight bag makeup case on the floor of my bedroom. That's probably the coolest place in my house. They are in the dark and insulated. Well, Sherry, that's perfect. Marilyn says, I currently keep mine in the bathroom cabinet, which I'm reading from comments is not the best. What about the kitchen cabinet? I'm limited in space to keep them. Well, if your bathroom doesn't get hot or damp, if it has good circulation, some bathrooms are kept cool, some bathrooms are darker, then that's okay. The key is we want to keep essential oils as cool as we can and out of direct light. Shelly says, so sad about the blue, but it really does make sense. And my response is, I totally agree, Shelly. But what you can do is at least be sure that they're out of the light inside a container or a cabinet. If there is a large label wrapped around the bottle, that will help eliminate the light from getting in as well. Jackie has a great question about dark green. She says, I have a few dark green rollerball vials. Where do they stand in the UV light protection? Well, Green is better than blue, but it's not as good as amber. Wendy says, I did not know about the blue bottles. Good thing I always preferred the brown bottles. Thanks, Leah. You are welcome, Wendy. Terry says, odd that it's so common to sell cobalt blue roller bottles. I will buy brown from now on. Well, Terry, they do look prettier, but yes. If you are concerned with deterioration, you definitely want to stick to brown. Lindsay, she has a shock emoticon and she's like, OMG, thank you for the info on cobalt blue bottles I never knew. Mix says, great information. Many of my oils are in blue roller bottles purchased online. So glad I know now as I will be changing that. All right, so that wraps up the questions and comments from the episode, What Makes Essential Oils Go Bad. This is Leah Jacobson, empowering you to use essential oils safely. I hope you learned something new today. Tell a friend about our podcast so they can learn too. All episodes are available at leahjacobson.com slash podcast. To get a signed copy of my book or to access the course, which contains even more information, jump on over to my website, leahjacobson.com slash book or slash course for those resources.